Star Wars 7x7, episode 420. Today, we are talking more about the Empire Magazine winter movie preview and its cover story on The Force Awakens with interviews from J.J. Abrams and company about various topics, including Kylo Ren and the First Order. And additionally, well, we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, coming at you from the coast of Maine again, where I'm on vacation with the Star Wars 7x7 family. I am in Phippsburg, Maine, in the parking lot of the Albert F. Totman Public Library in beautiful Phippsburg, Maine, <laughs> in our lovely roving soundproof studio, coming at you again here because... You need the podcast every day, seven minutes a day, seven days a week, and I'm here to deliver it for you. So let's get on with it, shall we? Uh, the first thing I'm going to tell you about is something I'm not going to tell you about, <laughs> because we did say we're not going to do spoilers and all that fun stuff on the podcast, but I will tell you the outline of it, and if you want to go to the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com and click the link that you'll find there about it, then... It's your choice. You know, you can decide to go or not go. But here's the gist. There's been a casting call put out for Star Wars Episode Eight, And this is a little bit different from the one that we hinted at uh, previously in a podcast earlier this week. Um, this is one that happens to include people that are going to appear in Episode Eight already. And the list of characters is very indicative of, you know, who lives in Star Wars 7 and who does not live in Star Wars 7, or at least out of the major characters in there. And so that is as much as I feel comfortable saying. So um, you got to go check that link out if you really want to find out. And I guess I should preface, or actually, <laughs> what would be the equivalent of suffix it? <laughs> Amend it by saying that, I guess it's possible that the information that's included in this may not be entirely accurate. This could be, you know, a red herring kind of situation as well. And maybe they're just listing folks just to, um, you know, to do what they need to do to remind people what this movie is about. I don't know. It's hard to say. So uh, you're welcome to go click the link and use your own judgment and see what you think. Sorry to be such a tease. <laughs> Just want to take care of our friends of the podcast who are not into rumors and leaks and spoilers. But I would love to hear from you. If you would like to hear more uh, leaks and rumors and spoilers actually shared on the podcast itself or maybe in a, a special edition of the podcast so that way it's kept out of the normal continuity, then chime in at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. But here's what I wanted to talk about in relation to the Empire Magazine issue. One of the comments that J.J. Abrams shared about the First Order, um, this is his quote from the magazine. It says, That all came out of conversations about what would have happened if the Nazis all went to Argentina but then started working together again. What could be born of that? Could the First Order exist as a group that actually admired the Empire? Could the work of the Empire be seen as unfulfilled? And could Vader be a martyr? Could there be a need to see through what didn't get done? And end quote. Now that I got to tell you, based on the podcast that we did uh, not too long ago about mythology and history in The Force Awakens and how they informed the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy and whether or not they would come to play in the sequel trilogy. Uh, this relates to it, and I can't tell you how thrilled and heartened I am to hear a comment like that, to hear the 
basis in history, the possibility that something like that could have happened and that that might be what have informed uh, some of the content of the movie itself. This is really awesome because that is deeply and secretly, I think, what makes some of the Star Wars movies so well-loved and so timeless even though they are based in time and based in real world events that we can all kind of grab a hold of if we really wanted to. But, you know, it's making history so much more palatable, I guess you could say. Uh, But the idea that it is rooted in some sort of historical idea is really encouraging to me. I think that's wonderful. And here's another thing that's come out from the magazine, particularly about Kylo Ren and Supreme Leader Snoke, who we've heard very little about so far. J.J. Abrams says that Kylo Ren is not a Sith, not a Sith, as it turns out, but that he does work under Supreme Leader Snoke, who is a powerful figure on the dark side of the Force, quote-unquote. So we pretty much all suspected that, I think, about Snoke, but now we've had it officially confirmed. And the fact that Kylo Ren is not a Sith, well, I guess that means the whole Knights of Ren organization maybe not a Sith organization itself. So that raises some more questions about that and about the uh, the sway that Supreme Leader Snoke holds over Kylo Ren. Additionally, it also raises some questions about how Supreme, uh, Supreme Leader Snoke relates to the First Order. I mean, we know that Kylo Ren is working for the First Order, and we know that um, Supreme Leader Snoke is the boss of Kylo Ren now, but what does this mean for Snoke? How does he play in the First Order? Is he the equivalent of the Emperor, who you know basically had the Empire at his beck and call, even though He wasn't known as a Dark Lord of the Sith to the Empire. He was just using the Empire as cover for his dark side machinations and whatnot. So it'd be kind of interesting to see if that's the same thing with Snoke. I think we've still got a lot of cats that need to be let out of the bag. And I'm hoping a whole bunch of them still stay in in time for The Force Awakens. But I guess we will see, won't we? Hey, Rebel Rousers. Do you have a dock that you drop your phone into to play podcasts or stream music? I do, and it was supposed to make my life more convenient, but I have to walk over to it every few minutes for phone calls or text messages or to clear out notifications announcing that my troops were finished training in Star Wars Commander. But then we got the Coolstream Duo, a little device that plugs into the 30-pin adapter on our music player and connects to my phone via Bluetooth. Check it out at CoolStreamDuo.com. All right, let's get your trivia question warm up before tomorrow's weekly trivia lightning challenge. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Last time we asked you what duo investigated the appearance of an Imperial probe droid on Hoth, and that was Han and Chewie. Today's question, what controls a Jedi's actions, but also obeys his or her commands? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you pick up another pathetic life form, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a pod race bet, it's destiny unleashed. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.